Welcome everybody. Today I am doing my third podcast and this is episode three of Yours, Mine, and Ours. And this podcast is named Your Pandemic, My Pandemic, Our Pandemic. And today I have three guests with me, David Hall, Jamie Hall, and Miss Teresa uh, Thomas is with us again this week. And we're going to have another conversation about this pandemic that we're enduring right now and get some insight of what people are doing and um, see how they're see how they're coping with it at this time. Uh, so here is the first thing I want to find out. The last episode we talked about, you know, like I said, the regimens that most people are doing to deal with this pandemic, you know, to try to keep themselves sane being in the house because we all get cabin fever. Luckily me, as I said last time, I don't get cabin fever because I'm enjoying this because I don't have to go anywhere. I'm happy. <laughs> so last time, Dave and Jamie, you guys weren't here. So you guys want to tell us, you know, what you like or what you dislike about this pandemic and are there any type of regimens that you guys are doing to make sure you, you guys stay healthy during this little pandemic this, this year? Um, so for me, I... I... Honestly, I'm, I'm a homebody myself, so this has given me some time to tackle some projects around the house, um, and taking that off my list has made me feel a sense of accomplishment. So, um, And beyond that, my job, thank God, is something that's flexible where I am able to work from home, and I was already used to working from home um, you know, with my family around, and um, I guess the biggest change for me was adapting to the children also having to do schoolwork from home. Um, you know, so thankfully it was a, a blessing and a curse. Uh, David was furloughed for the first couple months. So he was able to be Rosie's teacher and the boys have been pretty self-sufficient. Um, you know, and they all seem to be coping with, with being stuck in the house well as well. And I know David's been doing workouts. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> um, I, I guess I, I can speak from both, um, perspectives. Obviously, for about two months, I was furloughed, so I was kind of stuck in the house, and and that was fine for the first few weeks, and it kind of got old. Um, you know, during that time, I was able to um, just do things with the, the family, the kids. Uh, we worked out a lot, um, played Monopoly a lot, um, you know, obviously did their schoolwork, um, so th there was there was some... Um, uh, level of peace, I guess. Um, then it kind of started getting old and I got called back to work. And um, so, you know, enjoy the, enjoy the, <laughs> um, the opportunity with your family while you can is, was good, but um, it's also good to get back out and uh, be more productive outside of the house. Okay. Yes. So I know I, now I can say I, I talked the last time about, you know, you know, this, is there anyone around you that has like any type of, you know, medical underlying medical conditions that may affect, you know, you uh, being able to go out as much or you just hanging outside with your family a lot? Um, how do you how do you handle that if there are any in there that you worry about or is there anything that you worry about in that? Yeah, absolutely. That's one of our biggest fears is um, Luciano, our, our middle son, uh, has type 1 diabetes and Jojo, um, our oldest, has uh, asthma, you know, so it's always been a concern. And also with Rosie being as little as she is, just, you know, nervous about how th their bodies would be able to fight this. God forbid they get it. 
Um, you know, so for me, it was, it was nerve wracking in the beginning because I am an insurance adjuster and they were still sending me out to people's houses and I didn't know where these people had been, you know, if they've been traveling still. And, you know, so, so I was exposing myself and then exposing my family as well. Um, you know, so that's always been a concern, but, um, as far as going out, David was good about still taking the children to the parks, um, or, you know, playgrounds at the schools. Um, you know, they always ended up there, thank God, at a time where nobody else was really there, or if they were there, you know, they were able to keep distance and wear their masks and all that good stuff. Um, so they've all been very cautious and very mindful of, um, you know, the rules of, of trying to stay six feet away and wear your mask and all that good stuff. Um, so that this way we can try to limit our exposure as much as possible. How's it going with the youngest one trying to keep the mask on her? She actually likes it. My mom got her an emoji mask, so it's like a fashion statement for her. So she's been pretty good with it. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yes. <laughs> um, so now, is there are there like certain things like I, I was saying last time? Like every morning uh, when I get up, because there's always been talk about the good things for you to do during this pandemic is drinking hot tea. Do you mm -hmm. does that house drink hot tea? No, so I'm a coffee kind of girl and I still stick to my, my two cups a day to keep me up and focused and all that good stuff. Um, you know, as far as that goes, I can't say that there's been a whole lot that we've changed eating and drinking wise. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of kept our routines the same. You know, Rosie enjoys a cup of chocolate milk every morning, you know, and watches her cartoons and uh, Luciano will stay to his normal breakfast and all that good stuff as well. So as far as that goes, I mean, the only other thing that we added supplement wise is elderberry, because that's supposed to be something that's, that's good for your immune system and vitamin C. Um, you know, so we did those precautions in order to try to, to boost our immune systems. But, um, you know, beyond that, it's really kind of the same. Okay. Well, I just had another uh, person log on um, to the call. Let me introduce him. Uh, Daniel, is it just you or is your wife with you as well? Yes, it's just me. Okay. Okay. Daniel. This is Daniel White. I have on the line with me today. I have Teresa Thomas. Hello. I have David well, and they are all participating in today's uh, conversation. So we started off um, with, you know, what type of regimens uh, that you're doing or what are you doing um, to kind of keep yourself safe during this pandemic? And are there things that you do that you may want to offer to others to help them, you know, especially being in the house with, you know, either by yourself or with your significant other, or even with your kids that you're doing to be able to stay sane. Cause I know cabin fever is a real thing. And a lot of people just don't realize that, but cabin fever is for real. It's not just a word that we all just made up, you know, sometime, some point in our life that we've learned or made up. Um, how about you want to answer anything or give any um, feedback? Yes, on that? absolutely. So um, Daniel White, as you said, and, we have a family of five because uh, we actually have my mom that stays with us who is uh, 80. So, you know, we have to be a bit more vigilant as, because mm -hmm. also my wife uh, works in healthcare, So she's constantly going to work every day. Um, so we've been really being conscious about uh, how we're, Staying focused and making sure when mail and things that are being delivered or dropped off come, we tend to put them in the garage and give it the period of time to be able to 
you know, get wiped down and stay out there before we bring it in the house. Uh, we're constantly taking our vitamins, trying to stay active, you know, watching what we eat. So I think over these months, you know, we've kind of changed a little bit of our routine just because uh, we do, you know, allergies in the family. So uh, myself and my uh, my kids, all my three sons. So, you know, we have to make sure we're trying to stay away from the seasonal allergies that are happening. Um, so we've been, you know, trying to tweak a little bit of, of our routine. And I think what we've done mostly is um, using lime, lemon, and like orange peels um, and using it in a humidifier or over the stove where you're able to heat those up and the steam that comes from it. Uh, that's been helpful as a way to clear your air passageway to be able to help, you know, prevent any of the other underlying conditions that we have to potentially, you know, come to the forefront and then potentially be, you know, an issue going forward. And just our daily routine, you know, still getting up like we normally do. And again, like I said, we just added a little bit of activity, like taking a walk to be able to keep the cardio going. And, and, you know, try to keep yourself as healthy as possible. So that that's kind of what we've been, you know, doing here in our household. Okay. So um, now I know that um, doing all of this, uh, a lot of times, like I can say, I, I'm still able to go around my family a little bit, so which is great for me. And I talk to them also. Um, and I'm not sure where, I mean, not every, I know David and Jamie are close to me. We're, we're related. So I get to see them every now and then. Daniel, are you able to go out and visit some of your family members? So just recently, uh, we've been, you know, kind of being engaged in the visitation. Um, up to this point, we were primarily doing everything online, uh, doing Zoom, uh, Google Meet, Google Hangout, calling you know, just checking on our family members that may, you know, be older. You know, we were really trying to be precautious because we didn't want to, you know, potentially introduce anything to the household with, you know, a senior, you know, with us as well. Teresa, are you able to go and visit your family or are they coming to visit you? Um, my daughter and I, we alternate um, weekends. Um, they were here today. Uh, we sit outside um you know spaced apart and she basically keeps her mask on the whole time while she's here and she cooks dinner for us every other saturday so um and we're outside at her house as well and i keep my mask on and off when i have something to say i take it off and then then I end up leaving it off, but we're far enough apart, but she's very um, uh, into keeping me healthy. That seems to be her her first line of defense for everything. When she wakes up in the morning, she calls me and goes through these routines with me while I roll my eyes, but I do appreciate it. <laughs> um, my daughter that lives in Richmond, I've seen her once since the pandemic when she she's in the midst of buying a house and the house she chose, uh, Vaughn and I drove to Richmond and she went in the house, her and her fiance. And then when they came out, he and I went in. So that was hard. That was really hard, you know, talking to her about the house 
from my car. So I am getting, we are getting ready to go to Richmond either probably by next weekend, hopefully, when she goes to settlement. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing a renovation project at her house. So, um, and my daughter has lupus. So we've come up with ways that we're going to do it. Um, she's going to still be at her old place while we're renovating. About okay. So I am looking forward to that because it, it'll be different and it'll be like we went away somewhere because we'll be um, for the weekends that we're there, we'll be staying in her house. So that'll be cool. But it, it is hard. And I want to go home. I haven't been home and I was scheduled to go in March and again in July, which I where's um, Louisiana and Texas. Um, so I haven't been able to do, do that. I won't be able to do it next month either. I just don't think it's safe enough to fly right now, unless it's a, just a real emergency and it's not an emergency. Okay. I know that. So we all know everyone's, they're doing the reopening. Mm -hmm. They're they're trying to start doing, to do the Mm -hmm. reopening. Let me see here. How many do do you guys think that this is like the right time to do it? Or do you think it should be it should be pushed back a little further um, than trying to push everybody back? out? I honestly don't think it's it's a right time. It it, it just depends on a lot of factors. And you're not going to clean the store good enough for me. And it's always going to be too many people in the store. And even if they were to push it back to, say, September, my concern with that is, will we be coming up on a second wave? Are we going to have a second wave? So it's no clear cut for me. It's just, I just think everybody needs to be on high alert at all times. David, Jamie? I agree with that too. Um, I know that, you know, even though they are starting to reopen some stuff, we're still going to keep doing things as we have been doing them. We've been, you know, ordering groceries online and just going to get them, you know, picked up curbside, Um, you know, obviously staying out of restaurants, but we do actually do the takeout to try to, you know, support the local businesses and just have a change in pace. But, um, you know, for the most part, we're going to just continue life as we know it now and uh, continue with the precautions they've got in place. Um, because I do, I am still scared that, you know, in a lot of places, the numbers are still going up. They haven't gone down. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Daniel. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would agree. Uh, you, you have to be cautious um, because you don't want to, like you said, have a second wave of this type of thing happening and then you also have uh the regular you know flu season mm-hmm. that could be happening you know coming up soon as well so you you want to make sure you're doing everything you can to uh maintain you know safety and uh you know public health kind of actions and activities so that you're you know doing everything to protect the community as well as you know your your family and the immediate folks that you're you're living with so i'm thinking you know, that phase type of reopening, I understand, you know, it's an economic thing. Um, you know, there's some people that have to, you know, be out there to go to work. But if you have the ability to telework and, you know, your employer offers that or, you know, as a business owner, you can switch your platform to online. You know, that that's the strategy that, you know, our you know family is uh, taking to try to, you know, be safe. Yeah, David. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm, I hope I didn't skip over you. Do you have anything to say on that as well? Oh no, I just agree with everybody. I think it is too 
soon. Um, I work in retail though, so I can understand that there is a, a level of urgency um, in that sector. Um, but yeah, I think I think that ultimately there will be a second wave. There's no vaccine. There's mm-hmm. no reason why the uh, the virus would uh, uh, just go away. So you know, obviously that's a concern. Um, I have a question too, um, David and Jamie, and also Daniel, who have kids. How do you feel about your kids going back to school in August or September? For me, honestly, I'm nervous about it. I don't know how they're going to be able to adhere to the CDC guidelines and, uh, you know, keeping the kids apart like they're supposed to. Um, Again, our our middle child does have type 1 diabetes, so Mm -hmm. it is a concern, you know, to expose them to uh, the germs and stuff. Because obviously we know in flu season that runs rampant in schools. So it's, um, it's definitely concerning to me. And I'm hoping they'll figure a way out. I heard they might alternate days, um, you know, for kids to go to school in order to help keep the distance. But, um, you know, personally for me, if, if we're not at that point yet where they figured it out, I'd, I'd rather continue the online learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, my son is not in the public schools. He's homeschooled. So we already have kind of been transitioning with the online you know, curriculum, you know, before all of this even happened. So, you know, that's something that was very flexible by, you know, him being homeschooled. But then I do have two college students. So that's a whole nother, Mm -hmm. you know, level of how we're trying to work with the school and see what their plan is going to be. So we've heard that there'll be some adjustments to how the cafeteria and other, you know, public spaces will be set up. I'm still not confident that that's going to really, you know, be a lot of protection. But, you know, I I think they're trying to do the best they can. But I would prefer to be able to have, you know, online, you know, education at the college level as well. But then we do also have to figure out how that will impact, you know, student student aid and what what that looks like. So, you know, we're kind of navigating that right now and trying to you know, better understand it, but I would definitely support, you know, doing something online in a distanced, uh, socially distanced type of way. But, but I have, so my thing is with the college kids, um, a lot of them are out of state. Platform of them going back, doing it online. Will that, will the, the finances be the same or will they be different? Will they have to go back to whatever state they're going to, going to college in? Um, and be in a dorm or I mean, that that is a question that is really something that I think a lot of parents that have kids in school mm-hmm. need to know. Yeah, I think there's conversations about that happening now and every school, of course, will probably treat it a little differently depending on whether it's public um, kind of college or if it's a, like state funded or if it's a you know private institution, they have different guidelines and, um, you know, everybody's just really trying to think about the public health and safety, but also trying to make sure that you're getting the curriculum and, and from the business aspect, you know, what is it going to look like for them to financially be able to maintain staff and curriculum and education, you know, if you don't have the same amount of tuition coming in for full-time students as you did in the previous years, then something's going to have to adjust. So I think there's a lot of factors that are still being, you know, considered 
and a lot of schools will kind of gradually kind of roll out their plans. So, yeah, you're right, Danielle. You know, that's definitely a big question on uh, a lot of the parents' minds that I know that have college students. Yes, and also, with, and then there's, you have those kids, those high school students or middle school students that play mm -hmm. sports. Mm -hmm. you, are they going to put, try to put that back into play in order for them to to get, you know, play those sports that they love? I mean, have you guys heard anything about that, um, David? Uh, no, I haven't heard anything about that um, in particular. Um, I know uh, my my oldest son plays um, AAU basketball, and AAU basketball, travel basketball, has opened back up. I know other sports, um, such as lacrosse and football, are um, going to be resuming um, here this fall. So um, as, as it relates to school-related activities, I don't know how that would look. Um, my son does play basketball again, so um, he's kind of – wanting to to get back to um, middle school and be able to play this year. But um, I just don't know how that would look. It, it just, again, by the time the season starts, which is January, there's still no expectation that there'll be a um, a uh, vaccine, vaccine for the disease. So I just don't, I mean, sorry, for the flu. Uh, but I just don't know how that would look. Yeah, especially now with the, you know, you see the AAU is the, tra the travel team that he's on. How do you feel about that? Are you like, like, ah, no, I don't want him to do it, or is it like, uh, okay, let me just wait and see? Um, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna play it by ear. Uh, we're gonna kind of see what the um, uh, what the, the what precautions they're gonna put into place. Um, I know his team um, has has been very good with. Um, putting their safety first as it relates to this. They got ahead of, um, you know, calling off all practices and activities relatively early. Um, for mm -hmm. me, um, I enjoy watching my son play basketball. So mm -hmm. it is something that I, I can't wait to get back to um, uh, because he spent this whole quarantine working his butt off. And uh, I guess that's another topic, but I just – for me, if they put in the right um, procedures, such as they're saying that they're they're li they're limiting the amount of people that can watch a game, and um, obviously we wouldn't do any significant travel that re would require uh, playing. Um, it's going to be a shortened season anyway. AAU season wraps up typically by August, so they're not talking about getting back to it until July. So you probably maybe got one or two tournaments. So. We'll play it by ear. I'm I'm, ex I'm I'm excited to see him play. I'm excited to see his pro progress and and watch him compete. But at the same time, uh, our involvement is going to really be uh, dictated by what safeguards are in place. Yeah. So I know you said that you've been using his butt off. I'm quite sure there's kids out there that are probably knowing that they're going to eventually get back into the sports realm um, once this is over or when they decide to open everything back up and the excitement of being able to watch your kid do something that they love is, is very, you know, is very real. You know, you want to, you want them to be able to go ahead, go forward and doing something that they love um, and putting and the effort they put into this while they were at home, which is something I'm guessing I'm like, did he do it by himself or was it something that you like pushed him to do while he was just sitting in the house? No, nah, I mean he he um he's 
really been doing. Uh, he he found some um, uh, like virtual um, trainers that he linked up with, and um, you know I work out myself, so he just kind of jumped in um, to to work out with me, and we took the time to work on some things that you know he felt he needed to get better at. So he's he's self motivated. It's not. I mean, obviously, I do push him, um, but I don't. I don't have to drag him. You know, he comes down. Like last night, I was working out. And he just popped up. I didn't ask him to come work out. Um, so you know, he 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 does have his own uh, motivation to get better. So that's that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Any of your boys have anything that they do? Is there, any of your kids play sports? Yeah, so the middle son and the youngest son, absolutely. Uh, but the youngest son was doing a lot of, you know, contact stuff, um, like martial arts, and he was playing basketball as well. And he's in the fourth grade, so, you know, it was mostly through the community centers and recreation centers, so they, you know, hadn't been open to this point. So that's why uh, we've been kind of doing the uh, activity of going out and, and walking and, we don't have any rims at the local basketball courts because of the quarantine <laughs> and shutdown. So, you know, we can still get in some drills, just really not any of the shooting, but you can still do, you know, like footwork and agility and, you know, kind of position specific type stuff. So, you know, I've been trying to do that as much as we can, you know, to supplement while we're kind of in this holding pattern. Um, and then my middle son, he's uh just kind of took on his own thing because he wanted to uh, major in kinesiology and do physical uh, therapy and personal training. So he's just started getting online with his, his friends and, you know, he'll be doing the workout routine, calisthenics and, you know, strength training and things that he can do in the house with a group of his friends online. So, you know, that's how he's been trying to stay, you know, active. Okay. And your oldest son? Yeah, he's our our computer guy, the laid back. <laughs> you know, he he's more right at home with everything online. And um, you know, he's been doing, you know, a lot of his schoolwork on there and he'll go out with us and do, you know, the walks and everything, you know, for the basic, you know, level of activity, but you know, he's not into like the super doing <laughs> something every day, all day, like basketball or some other sport. So um you know, he's been, you know, working out with the family. So that, that's been about the level of his activity at this point. Jamie, you joining into the fun, in the fun with the, with the um, So I can't lie. In the beginning, I did. And then I stopped. <laughs> um, work ended up getting pretty hectic. We've had some, you know, pretty crazy storms that came through. And trying to manage that um, just kind of wiped me out by the end of the day. So um, they tend to work out later in the evening and I just, you know, just am wiped out from, you know, doing my job all day long that I, I, you know, have been using that as my excuse and not doing it. So I recognize <laughs> I do need to get back into it again. And um, so I just need to force myself to do it because when I was in the routine, it was easy to follow. It was easy to do, but once you fall out, it's kind of hard to get back into it again. So uh, I was saying the last time I was like, you know what? I really need to get back yeah. into the gym. I was like, I gotta. I'm able to fit my clothes. That's a real thing. I, I don't know about y'all, yeah. but that is a real thing. If you can't do your clothes when it's 
time to yep. go back into the office. You got, <laughs> you got a true problem. So it's like, mm, yeah, I got to figure right. out something uh, before they say, okay, look, you definitely got to go back into the building on such and such day. And you're looking at yourself like, I don't, anything. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Um, so, um, I want to ask another question because I know, and we've been talking about, you know, things that everybody's been doing uh, uh, to try to keep themselves healthy, to stay sane during um, the pandemic and everything. And I'm, I'm quite sure everyone watches the news that we've had another, which I, I hate to call it a pandemic, but it's just something that's always that's just always been in our lives um, throughout the throughout most of our lives anyway, is the, the killing of mm. George Floyd with all this with with this pandemic going on. Um, you have people that are out protesting and they're not really thinking about their safety. And I, I understand that, you know, you're angry and upset, um, but you have these two things colliding together that you got to know that somewhere in there, we are going to have another spike in this because of what's going on. And although, you know, I can say I'm mad and I'm quite sure everybody else is mad about this that this which what has happened thus far but you anybody want to give like what they what they're seeing what they're hearing how they feel as far as how all this is going you know kind of like clashing together at this time where we're supposed to be trying to stay home and be safe but yes we know certain things need to be done to try to recommend things that have happened in this time um who would like to go first i'll jump in Okay. So this is Daniel again. Um, yeah, personally, as you said, it's been very emotional. So you do have the frustration and the anger piece that is definitely there. Um, trying to figure out what's the best strategy because there's so many levels to what's going on. You know, in my opinion, it's just a lot that has to a lot that has to happen in order for us to get to the position or the place where I think we're feeling like we're being heard on a lot of the issues that are, that are going on because you keep getting this on social media and it's just repeated, you know, evidence of something happening that is totally unfair and social justice is just not where it needs to be. And there's just unfair treatment. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's, going to be a spike because again you have more people that are in protesting and out in the public and there's really no social distancing when you're out there you know focused on trying to get your voice heard and trying to make sure you're presenting the argument for your people in your community you know it's i saw a few folks wearing masks but the majority of folks weren't so you kind of feel that, hey, there's a cause that we have to impact to make sure our voices are heard so we can get changed, but then you have the public health and safety side of it that's kind of taking a step back, you know, because of the emotions that are involved. So, you know, it's, it's a little tricky, you know, just in my opinion on how, you know, we can do this, but there's an economic side of it, too, that I hope we'll be able to implement a strategy on that can help move the dollars in the communities that are been mostly impacted, the black community primarily, to be able to protect and use our own. Because I heard 
that you know more folks are starting to use local you know black businesses to do their purchases and things uh to try to help you know bring more attention to the issue at hand and to you know get some uh response and activity and movement to a solution so you know that's just kind of you know my thought on it right now so I think you got to think about public health and safety because everybody's situation is different. But then you also got to stand up and not, you know, just be here and just tolerate it. You got to come up with a strategy that's going to, you know, make sure that the voices are heard so that we can get to a place where we can, you know, have some answers and some solutions in place. So it's going to be a balance. But, yeah, I feel like it's a lot going on right now. Okay. All right. Um, Who wants to go next? Anybody? I will. Um, Teresa? I feel the same way that Daniel does. I would love to be out there protesting safely. I don't want to be caught up in any looting or anything that's not focusing on the issue at hand. Not interested. Um, But we do have to be conscious there is a pandemic still going on there is no significant medical solution right now um i'm not opposed to the people that want to do it it's just i have to do what's best for me and my health um and i know at the end of the day god's got this that's the only thing i can rely on i can't rely on anything else can't rely on the government. I can just rely on the word of God and my faith and what I know for sure. David, Jamie? Yeah, mine dropped off. I had to click back on. Mine dropped off too when Daniel was speaking. Okay. Um, Yeah, so with that, yeah, Daniel, I mean, David and Jamie um, fell off of the call at this point. Um, but I, I think there's a lot, there's a lot to be said about what's going on in today's society um, with uh, everything that's going on. And yes, this is something we all need to really pay attention to. And it's something that we all need to want, worry about and keep, keep track of it. I mean, of course, we all would love to go out and participate. In in the um, in these uh, protests that they have, these um, civil ones that they're having, um, but you also have to look out for your health because we can sit back. We, we're sitting back. I'm sitting back watching, you know, and I'm looking at it. But at the same time, in watching right. it, I'm kind of getting a little angry, you know. And like, are, is is anything really going to change? You know, are they making any changes? Yes, they have done something, but they're still. It's like you said, it's anger everywhere and people are not they're not thinking about hey we have this uh, virus right now that can hurt us and um we don't know what what we can sorry yes i don't know what happened you're back yeah that's okay um you know i just i wanted to see i'm not sure if you heard the um beginning question of you know everything that's going on right now if you guys wanted to say anything um in regards to it um, did you hear the original top what I um, put put out? Yeah, with the concern over the pandemic and the and then the current situation with the protests. Yeah. Um, I think David's probably better suited because yes. of what's mm-hmm. happening in you know his his realm of work and everything. 
Well, I mean, uh, okay. from my perspective, right. um, you know, as the the the, the two issues kind of uh, coincide with one another, um, obviously, um, you know, it's a, a tragedy. Um, what has not only taken place with um, the past, the, the murder of George Floyd, but also um, the murder of Ahmaud Arbery and um, Breonna. Um, all of mm-hmm. these things kind of have um, created this whirlwind of um, emotion and have culminated. Um, and, and obviously, you you include in that uh, the COVID nineteen, and it's culminated in a very um, uh, unique time in this country. Um, I don't really think that I don't really think that the uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and the riots will and I don't know that the riots will really change the way that the uh, the, the uh, COVID-19 is spread, to be honest with you, just because the moment outside was open, you know, people were just gathering in mass anyway. Um, so I, I don't really think that it will, yeah. will have impacted that way. Um, you know, as it relates to the riots and the looting, you know, it is unfortunate because um, while we are um, protesting and angry about the loss of a, of a black man's life, we've also impacted um, in my opinion, African-American communities um, even furthermore with um, the way that these protests have, have turned into um, just uh, civil disruption. Um, so, you know, it's a very, very unique situation. It's kind of like the perfect storm um, for some level of uh, uh, the angst and where it's at. And it's unfortunate. I know me personally, um, my job has is is in retail and and um we've we've had significant damage caused by the looting um to several um not several dozens of, of locations so you know it, it's been a perfect storm it's been a very 2020 has been interesting in the way that there's been hit after hit after hit um but you know, I just pray that all of these things will um, bring a greater sense of positivity and a greater sense of understanding um, in this world that we're living in. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, you, you're absolutely right there. I mean, it, this year has been like one storm after another, which is really crazy. And like Teresa said, you know, I guess really the only thing we can say right now is that, you know, we just have That's to, right. God's got us, no matter which way you look at it. Um, how you say it, how you, if you wake up in the morning and just say, you know, thank you for waking me up, you know, if you just roll over while you're driving in the car and saying thank you for, you know, make, taking me through. Um, I guess that's the only reason, but it has been one thing after another this year. And it's almost like you, you have no, you don't, you don't know which way to turn. You just, you kind of like, you're like confused a little, you know, about, I don't know what I should be worried about next. You know, should I, should I really be, you know, focusing myself on this COVID-19? Should I be focusing myself on 
you know, um, this, the, the killings of, you know, African-American men, or should I be focusing on this economic downfall that we're having right now? Um, you, it's, it's so much. It's just, it just, it's like one thing right after another, just hitting everybody hard. And what, what can you, what can you do? or What do you want to do to try to keep yourself sane? You know, um, keep yourself, um, you know, I, I guess, um, keep yourself and keep your family together or sane. It's one of those things. And I don't know. I mean, I guess for people that may not know or understand, I mean, what would you, if someone came to you and asked this question, what should I do? It's so much going on in this world that I have no idea which way to turn. What, what would you, what could you, what you, what do you think you would probably want to say? Be in to prayer and Anybody? get with a group of people that are positive and encouragement and encouraging. Um, think of creative ideas, how you can better yourself, better your community and get involved some way. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah, this is Daniel. I would agree with Teresa um, that, you know, it starts with the, the faith and belief and, you know, having that positive uh, spirit, despite, Everything that's going on, you, you you're gonna have to still keep going, um, because you want to be able to provide for your family, support your community, and you know make changes where you see uh, changes need to be made. So you know, I definitely think it starts with keeping your mind, body, and spirit in a positive place, and then everything else kind of you know comes after that. And you know, it's gonna vary from situation to situation you know, the priority of the other things that happen after keeping your mental, spiritual, you know, physical in a good place. So that's what I would say. Um, I, David? Uh, Psalms David? tells us to look to the hills from which come without help. I think that that is um, where it needs to begin, um, really finding um, ourselves centered in, in the will of God and Using this time, even though it's it's definitely been stressful and there's been a lot of uncertainty and, and, and a lot of um, just different things that we've had to really kind of wrap our heads around. Um, now is the time for a hard reset, not just for us individually, but for our families, for our communities. Um, now is the time where I think that we are in a hurting world. Um and it's being magnified and it's being um, uh, brought a different level of attention to. And I think that, that what we all need is, is just a, a deeper relationship with God and, mm. and to really understand that, you know, it, it is through all of these things that we find peace and the hope that we have in our faith and who God is. So um, that's really what I would tell anybody that um, this is not our home. This was never designed to be our home. We are here mm -hmm. to um, be servants. We are here to be disciples. We are here to evangelize and to preach and teach and reach people who don't know who God is. And, um, you know, just really use this hard reset to reevaluate what we have going on and, and obviously you want to find a balance in your spiritual and your mental and your emotional health. And um, 
I, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to read some books and um, I've had the opportunity to teach my children just about, not just about, um, you know, what their schoolwork says, but what their schoolwork doesn't say. What, what aren't they being taught about African-American history? What, what aren't they being taught about who God is? What aren't they being taught about um, the struggles, the, um, the, the different pressures, the different issues that um, the African-American community has had to face? So it's just been a hard reset. It's just, and because of this hard reset, we really have to take this time to create a, a more, to, to, we, we get an opportunity to, to reevaluate the foundation that we set and see if there's anything we can do to fortify it. That's true. You're, you're absolutely right. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. And you're actually right, because I was sitting up there talking to someone um, a, day, a couple of days ago about the things that have been taken out of schools that we don't realize. Um, you know, a lot of stuff has been taken out of schools that we learned when we were younger. And you look at some kids' books now, and you're just like, well, wait a minute, what happened to XYZ that was in there before? Just can't find it. And if you don't have that information, and I don't have kids, but I do know that a lot of stuff they don't, they can't see. And I, I think right now it's not just um, everyone needs to take a hard reset and really take time and look and understand what's going on, how, how, how these things are happening. Um, because we've had like somewhat pandemics before. And this one is just one of those that has really, really come out. But on top of that, it has, we've added, something else has been added into it, which is something that has been going on in this world for over hundreds of years. But it's kind of like bringing it out to, bringing it to the light right now. And you're seeing it with the emotions. So I, I really say thank you for that, David. That was that was really good. I, I really do like that. Um, does anyone have anything they would like, anything else they would like to add um, that you would like to give some type of you know information to someone that may not you know have a feeling of they're going stir crazy in the house? Give them something that they you think they may be able to do that they can help them with their stir craziness, whether they're home by themselves, they're home with a significant other. In their home with kids, and you know, David and Jamie, you guys have three kids there. So, and yours range yep. is what almost teenager, middle, and then like a, like almost, yep. she's not a baby, but she's she's younger. She's, is there something you would like to tell? You know, um, would you like to just say that you can give someone an opportunity to understand what you're going through and what can help them? That may Again, that honestly, you know, the pandemic has been good in one one thing because, you know, as a family, we're constantly on the go. We don't slow down to actually enjoy the little moments with each other. And, you know, this forcing us to be in the house with each other, you know, 24 mm -hmm. seven, we've been having, you know, dinner together every single night. Uh, you know, obviously David and the children have been working out and I will be joining them at some point again soon. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, just playing games <laughs> with the kids and sitting and talking to them and, and having these moments that, you know, we can take it all in instead of everything just, just passing us by so quickly. And, you know, you turn around and like you said, all of a sudden, our oldest is almost 13 years old and where is the time gone? Um, you know, so, so to me, I just feel like if you, if you can take a step back and take these moments in and see the good in, you know, the, what the pandemic has done to bring families together. Um, that's my thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, no, Daniel? I think that's, um, 
you know, I would agree with Jamie on that because uh, my oldest son is always the, uh, I guess, the the leader in the emotions and making sure everybody's uh, doing well uh, mentally, physically, and spiritually. You know, he checks in on his grandmother, checks in with his mom and dad, checks in with his brothers. So he, he really has the pulse of the family. Um, so he's been, you know, working with us to do activities, just like Jamie said, where we sat down and done stuff, you know, board games. Who's ever done board games in the new uh, millennia? <laughs> so we've actually, you know, been able to sit down and enjoy that part of it and, um, you know, reach out to family that we haven't talked to in a while and be able to reconnect in, in, in that way. And then it's also a time for personal reflection. You know, you can work on your relationship with God. You can be focused on, you know, professional development. If there's something you always want to do, you can pick up a book and start reading on it and, you know, maybe build that skill set. Uh, we have folks that are doing gardening now and, you know, doing other type of hobbies that they may not have had time before to do. Uh, folks starting businesses, folks doing all kinds of, you know, great things because I think, like Jamie said, we have a chance to slow down and actually think about what our passions are and what are the things that bring us closer together and bring us joy in doing. Um, you definitely are passionate and joyful about the work that you do in your profession. Um, but I think this just gives you a chance to reset and look at, you know, what it is that you may not have given yourself or carved out time to do in the past, but now you have time to do it. Okay. I am okay. not going stir crazy. Vaughn and I have been able to catch up on things we wanted to do in the house, outside the house. It has been beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> it's like, and for me, it's, it's been the same thing. As I, have, I said in my last couple of episodes that I've done, that this has been like a straight vacation for me because before, I was working a second job. At one point in time, I was going to school. I, I was going to the gym, mm -hmm. doing a league. I was on the go 24-7. So right <laughs> here is my vacation. And I'm loving it. So, you, you know, you ask me, hey, Daniel, you go, nope, I'm fine. I can sit in the house and watch. I'm enjoying this. So I'm, I'm definitely like you. I'm, I'm a homebody. And right now, I literally am a homebody. And I am fine with it. So I, 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 can, I, don't, know, I don't know what to tell anybody. Just if... If you're not the type of person that sits in the house, trust me, right now is a good time to figure yourself out and learn about it. You learn a whole lot more about yourself, the things you like to do, what you don't like to do. Because we all have something that we don't like about ourselves, I'm sure. We're trying to figure ourselves out in some way. So this is the best time to do it. So I am going to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I hope you will decide to come back again when I do do this, uh, which will be in another two weeks. If you'd like to join me, just let me know. Um, this whole platform of this uh, podcast is basically for conversations on things that we are that we are going through that I think a lot of people probably don't hear from everyday individuals of the things that they may or may not be going through or understand. So thank you for joining me for this podcast today. Um, this is yours, mine, ours, and these are my, this is my friends, your friends, our friends, and this is your pandemic, my pandemic, and our pandemic, and I thank you guys. For Thanks for the us. invite. And I thank hope you. to talk to you guys soon. Enjoy. Thanks, Danielle. Thank you, everyone. You're welcome. Thank you.